welcome to the Retro Blood. You are all my children now. You want to know what happens to an eyeball when it gets Get a ski report? Uh huh. They're calling for heavy snow and a good base, so it should be fine. Alright, we're almost there. Let's get out on those slopes. But it is, it gives the dead the appearance of life. It is not the appearance of life, it is life. This is not magic. As you say, I am a scientist. We'll tear your soul apart. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Retro Blood, as we enter a new month. If you like cold, cold, snowy movies with ice, this is the review month for you, because Retro Blood's talking all about ice, winter movies, and 1980s horror movies. Up next, if you like acting, real acting, if you like drama, if you like a man called Stryker, if you like swerves, if you like hard to see scenes because they didn't have a lot of lighting, this is the review for you, brother. Because Retro Blood's talking all about curtains. Yes, curtains, everybody. Yes. Talking all about uh, plays, talking all about Andra, talking all about Samantha. And insane asylums, all kind of stuff. This movie is very interesting. Yeah, I thought um, so too. I mean the uh, the the plot, the acting on it, and it, it, I was pretty amazed when I was doing some of my research of how many famous actresses were in this movie all at yeah, once. Yeah, it has so, a nice cast, very nice great cast. cast. Yes, and it just it's it's a it's a I I, I kind of liked it. It's a very different plot line, um, but we you know we'll get all into it when it comes oh, yeah. to the. Uh, the, the swerves and and striker and like freaking the house <laughs> and everything and yeah it's 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 a it's, it's a fun one over here so we're starting off winter month hot that goes together so yeah. you know this is a this, this is a month that you came up with Allison you know because we did mm-hmm. the uh, hellfire month uh, a yep. couple months back on, on the on the retro blood and now we're going to the cold wintry yeah. ice because you know February. You know, there's a couple of things that happen. Obviously, it's one of the coldest months of the year. You know, yeah. we have a lot of Chinese love. Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year, yes. We yeah. do have a lot Black of love. Black History Month. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. yeah but there's a whole bunch of stuff going on over <laughs> here, brother. We just got a jam-packed month, and it should be fun to talk about. Um, but, yeah, we got a couple, um, you know, really nice reviews for everybody for this month. Um, all the movies that you picked out, I have not seen any one of them at all. So these are all. I know. Be new to I was unexcited. I'm excited. Yeah. You picked out all the movies last month, and uh, they forced the pe- you forced the people to watch Microwave Massacre, yes, Bloodhook, yes, Blades, yes, and Chopping Mall, which is great. Yes. But I am here to save the day for the people and to keep people interested in this show because I picked four really good movies. Yes, at least y- I think so. yours are a little bit more artistic than the ones that I did last month. Well, so you haven't you know, seen all of them that, yet, but we'll see. That's how we do it. Uh, that's how we do it here at Retro Blood. We just we just spice everything up. We go from one to one. 
Um, but yeah, we'll give the whole schedule here a little bit later. Plus, we'll be saying we'll be telling everybody about the special lights out podcast that we will drop on Valentine's Day. So while you're out there yeah. with your Valentine, eating up the eating up the chocolates, giving her some roses, uh, yeah. taking her out to a nice fancy dinner, you can listen up to the to the lights out talk all about the uh, special event that we will be talking about. Mm-hmm. But like on every Retro Blood, let's talk about what is happening in the world of pro wrestling and metal music around the release date. Now, Allison, I know you were the one that found all the history for this. Um, let us know what you found and then what date we're using because this movie actually has two different it release does. dates. It does. And usually on this show, we would use the United States release date, which is when we would walk, when we would... Uh, have normally seen this however due to our special gimmick this this month we are or this week we are we are going to use the canadian release date because the show would be better because we're doing that we well, never know the history segment is better well maybe in 1984 we just so happen yeah. to be in canada we don't know yeah, yeah. we're on tour right we're yeah. uh, we're going on we're going through canada we yeah. missed the movie when it came out for the previous year yeah in the united states we were off you know, watching a wrestling show or going to a metal concert on, on in 1983, and we just didn't make it. But now we're in Canada a year later, and we're going. We're finally getting to see curtains on the big screen. Yeah, we're ready, brother. All right, we're yeah. ready. So, what do we got going on in the on the wrestling in, in the metal? In the wrestling, so um, you know, so so the movie came out September 14th, 1984 in Canada. So. Um, we obviously on that day we'd be going to watch curtains because we missed it a year before. So now we're not doing anything else. But the next day we get in the Trans Am and we drive from Toronto down to East Rutherford, New Jersey, in the Brendan Byrne Arena mm-hmm. with thirteen thousand eight hundred five other people to see the WWF have a house show. Yeah, buddy. And this was a fantastic show. So let me let me run this by you. Um, so we had opening jerking the curtain. We had Moondog Rex versus Steve Lombardi. Okay. So you know, not too that bad. That would be, that would be not too bad, right? Yeah, Lombardi um, out there doing his thing. Huh. Yep, Lombardi before he was a Brooklyn Brawler. Do you yeah, think I guess it, he was it, a, this is probably his era where he was like Andre the Giant's assistant? Oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah. 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 He was probably Andre the Giant's assistant, and then he was getting to do, he was getting to jerk the curtain. So you hadn't become famous yet as the Brooklyn Brawler. Um, then our second match of the night, we have Nikolai Volkov, who Ooh. defeated Jose Luis Rivera. Uh, oh, I didn't mention this, but Lombardi, of course, lost that match against Moondog Rex. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the second match, Nikolai Volkov defeated Jose Luis Rivera. Okay. So not bad. So now we've got two great, yeah, we've got two great, great matches in a row. Uh, then we have our first title match of the night. In, WWF Intercontinental Champion Tito Santana okay. wrestled Ken Pantera to a no contest. That'd be a good nope. that'd be a good yeah. match. Now is Ken Pantera, he's the one that slot the reporter, right? Uh, uh, no. Okay. That was uh You're talking about the guy who slapped uh John Stossel? Yeah. No, that was um yeah, I'm thinking about something else. Yeah. Ken Patera. Yeah, Ken, Ken Patera, you would know him if you saw him. He was like a uh, a strong man, basically, who became a wrestler. Oh, okay, yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, and he was in the AWA. 
Um, you know, he's they, a little bit before our time, but you know, you know, if you saw a picture of him, yeah. The name sounds he's familiar because the family was he the one that had the dark side documentary or no? No, the guy at the dark side documentary is the guy that slaps John Stossel. Uh-huh. Uh, that guy was, if you hadn't asked me, I could have told you, but um, that is his name. Uh, uh, just left my mind. Um, what is that guy's name? Because he was going to be huge, that guy. Yeah. Um, and then um, then his old uh, David, David Schultz, Dr. Schultz, D. David that's right. Schultz. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That that was sad. That was sad. It, it, everybody should go out and watch the Doctor D episode. The the, the of uh, of yeah, because he uh, he was trying to protect wrestling, slapped John Stossel, and it ruined his career. Yeah, pretty um, much. But anyway, we're we're talking about a different show. So, um, but yeah, Ken Patera. So anyway, the next match, another title match: WWF World Tag Team Champions, the Wild Samoa uh, Samoans, Offensica. They defeated. Which I think was just, this is a really odd kind of an odd pairing. Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch. Oh, interesting. And they won by the famous DQ. Adrian Adonis so and enough. Dick Murdoch, huh? Yeah, Adrian Adonis and Dick Murdoch. I thought that was really odd. This has to be before he was doing his uh, flamboyant gimmick. I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I, th- I mean, I don't know when he started that, but I thought it was pretty early. Um, so I think that's really weird. So he's doing his, so, I mean, that's what I imagined. It's like the flamboyant, uh, gold dust, if you will, type gimmick with Dick, with, uh, Dick Murdoch, <laughs> which is just odd. It's just odd to think about. Yeah, that is an interesting one. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a random pairing, but you know, yeah. it seems like it'd be a pretty it's, good hard hitting match. That would be a really good hard hitting match, especially considering that the wild Samoans won by DQ. So Murdoch and Adonis were, I guess more hardcore than Samoans, which is odd. Then you had um, coming up. So now we've had a no contest and a DQ. So you can tell it's a WWE house show, right? Yeah. So there's no, uh, you can't have any. Can't have a finish, brother. There's no finish in the house. No no finishes. No finishes. I can't be Um, beat, brother. I'm supposed to go back to the territory if I get my my shoulders pinned to the mat. Exactly. I can't be pinned. We got to end some other way. So then we have um, uh, this actually. uh, th- this actually went to a finish. So, uh, Sergeant Slaughter defeated Iron Mike Sharp. Okay. Um, then we had Junkyard Dog who defeated Bob Orton. So, okay. not, not a bad match. Not a bad one. No. And then you had your main event of the night. So, there's no Hulk Hogan on this show. But you had the main event of the night was Andre the Giant defeated Roddy Piper by countout. Wow. Roddy Piper versus Andre the Giant. I know, weird, right? I don't know if I've ever seen that match. Like, it's just an odd pairing, you know? Yeah, it's a it's a really odd pairing. And I'm guessing that yeah. there's just no Hogan on that show. Otherwise, it would be Hogan versus Piper because that was like the big feud, I guess, going into WrestleMania yeah. the next year would have been Hogan and, uh, Hogan and Piper. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Andre the Giant versus... Uh, versus Piper. So Andre was a was a face at this point, obviously. Um, and then Andre versus Piper. Yeah, so I mean, I could see. So, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I could see the main event. You know, or Piper. You know, I could see that being a pretty big, you know, um, attraction. Yeah, because yeah. of the heat that Piper got, and you know, the match though, I could just see it like just Piper just like stalling, 
He had to be just stalling the whole match. You know what I mean? Very. He probably just stalling. Yeah, yeah. Andre gets distracted, and then he starts to hit him a little bit. He gets a little booze, and then Andre comes back. I mean, this has to be typical, you know, short guy versus giant match. But I'm pretty sure, right. like, it was pretty heated at the time. So, you know, if yeah. I find any of those matches, I think I might play some on the Facebook page because I'm, I'm yeah. I think I might be interested in seeing that combination as well too because yeah I don't I hope they have something like that out there that they show those two in action because that would be a very interesting pairing in my head yeah and he, so. and he won by count out which makes me think that uh Piper ran from it yeah well you know Piper so you know it, he never got lost <laughs> right exactly no. so very fun show you know getting us geared up for Wrestlemania one you know what I mean we got uh we got the Hulk Hogan's getting very hot you know, we got yeah. we got we got we got a lot of the players right now. So we're still in like the uh, the older w- this is like a good transitional period. You know, we're still in the old WWF era, but we're getting more into like the the the, the big characters coming. Like this is like the this is a pretty good uh, transitional period right now for the F. Yeah. Um yeah, so I mean this would have been a this would have been a good show to see. This would have been like they weren't hot yet. Like well, they were hot, but they weren't, this was still just territory wrestling, right? They weren't like rock and wrestling hadn't quite started yet. I don't think. Um, so yeah, they would a year, a year from then they would, they would, or six months even from then they would be blowing up. Yeah. Pretty interesting. So what do we got for the metal music? So <clears throat> I want to talk about this band cause I don't think we've ever talked about them before. And I don't know if we've ever talked about them, uh, between ourselves ever. But um, so on September the 7th, which was a week before this movie came out in Canada, um, Queensryche released their first full length album, The Warning. And have you ever listened to Queensryche much or know much about Queensryche? I personally haven't. Okay. So yeah, Queensryche is definitely one of, they're, they're like, um, they're one of the big three of uh, prog metal, I guess you could say. Um, you know, you know, I mean, I've talked many times about how much I love prog metal. I love prog rock and I love metal. And you put those together, that's just perfect for me. Um, you know, so, and I've made you listen to prog metal probably way more times in the car than you, uh, <laughs> than you want to. Um, but, um, yeah, they, they had released an EP called Queen of the Reich like a year before that. And, um, they were, they, then they came back with The Warning, which was their first full length album on a major label. Um, this album is really good. Um, they didn't really like it because of the way it was mixed. Um, it, 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 they tried to, it was supposed to be heavier and they made it sound more like a, like a synth type album, like a 1980s, like synth type album. And they made them dress in like all these gothy outfits that they didn't normally wear. Um, but, um, Jeff Tate, the singer for Queens Rag mentioned that this was the only time that he had ever experienced um, a lack of creative control from a record label. So if this is the only time he ever experienced that, I think that's a pretty good track record for for uh, for any artist. But but yeah, they didn't like the way the way it was mixed. But this is a great album. I mean, it's got it's got classics on. It's got um, "Take Hold of the Flame." It's got "Rose to Madness." It's got "Child of Fire." Um, it's got "The Warning." Um, this is a really really good album with the really high you know really really high King Diamond type vocals with the keyboards and the like the really technical kind of guitar solos uh queens still going on today but i think they only have like one original member so it's like eh. i mean they're good for what they are but you know i could watch anybody play queens now i guess and it would be the same thing but 
But yeah, this is a really good album. Um, you should listen to it if you get a chance. It's uh, the warning by Queensryche is fantastic. Yeah, it seems like it'd be pretty fun. Pop that, mm-hmm. pop that cassette into the Trans Am. You yeah, know what I mean? As we're as we're on our way to see uh, the WWF in New Jersey, after we just watch curtains, we'll be listening to uh, the new Queensryche album, the yeah. debut Queensryche album, the debut the of it, brother. Um, it kind of Queensryche on the way out. Yeah, it kind of remind me of uh, of our girl uh, Christine, you know, the skater girl. Yeah, you know what I mean. She popped out her fucking jukebox. I mean, I'm pretty sure she was playing some, you know, Queens right. Popped it in a little there. Get a little skating oh, going yeah. on for her ice skating. Yeah, yeah, this ice skater. Yeah, yeah that was fantastic. Yeah, she was ready for it. My favorite. That was my favorite scene in the whole movie, by the way. <laughs> but we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of. Uh, interesting scenes in this particular film but it also has a venture, uh, kind of an interesting background too which we'll get into so we'll talk about who yeah. booked this shit brother booked this shit mm-hmm. so this this movie was written by robert gaza jr all right um he's an american television writer and producer who formerly held the position as head writer on the abc daytime soap opera general hospital yeah so they hired him to write a horror movie yeah Perfect. duh I mean, come on now. So, and it's 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 actually kind of interesting too because the the film was directed by I'm gonna f- fuck up this guy's last name, Richard Chupa. Sure, oh. that's good enough. I have no idea how to say that guy's name. Chupa. I think I think Chupa Chupa but, is, is a. Good but he he was the the actor who also played Striker. No. So you're that's confusing. So he's oh, not yeah? John Vernon played Jonathan Stryker. Oh, okay. So what happened with that was so there this movie was just a clusterfuck from the beginning. Like yeah. that's why it took you know it took it took them three years to make this movie. They started making it in nineteen eighty, I believe. Yes. Um and they the 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 Gaza, the writer and the director, Chupka, had a disagreement over what the movie should be like. And they basically made this movie because Gaza had not only had he written General Hospital, but he also had written Prom Night. Yes. And they'd made Prom Night together, and that was a huge, huge, um, huge success. Yes. Um, but then one of them wanted to make it like, I believe one of them wanted to make it like a slasher movie. Yes. And the other one wanted to make a thriller out of it. And they even had like two different um, production blocks like they filmed part of the movie at one point and then they had to come back and film another one which is why when you watch the credits it'll i don't know if you noticed this or watched it that long but it has like act one and act two so they had a completely different crew filming part of the movie as they did filming the other part of the movie wow it's interesting um, so um but yeah so but um jupka removed his name from the movie and they just replaced it with jonathan striker yes oh that's very interesting so, which is the character that John Vernon played in the movie? Yes, who was a director. So they just, yeah, they just put his. They didn't put his credited name on there. They just put the gimmick John Striker's name on there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. It's you know, when you have two people writing or directing stuff, it can get like that. Like we've seen movies that have like drama with them before. Yeah. Where you know it takes hard to to collab. You know, because you you know when you're making a project and stuff, you really got to be on the same page. When it comes to getting everything done, um, so like we were saying before, the film premiered in the United States on March fourth, nineteen eighty three, and was released theatrically in Canada the following year to extreme negative reviews. 
like like half yeah, the movies we do. <laughs> Though a critical and box office failure, the film became a staple of late night television. The film yeah. developed a cult following around the 2000s, with fans petitioning for an official DVD release. It had its first DVD and Blu Blu-ray release by um, Sipness Films, 2014. Yep. So, so we never got to see this movie until 2014 on home video or on DVD. But yes. yeah, so we talk about this a lot. We talked about it last week with Choppy Mall, where um, you know the movie didn't do so well in the theaters, but then it became a cult classic later on because it's actually, I mean, it's better. It's better than the reviews. I would say I, I actually like this movie. But anyway, we'll talk about it. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was perfectly fine. So I want to talk a little bit about some of the actresses that are on this film because they, yes, they they're pretty. I mean, they've done a lot. Like they had a really solid cast over here um the first one i want to talk about is um uh griffin uh lionel griffin yeah. Lynn uh, griffin yeah. Lynn griffin sorry she she was uh known for her appearance in black christmas that we did last month on the um lights out podcast yeah. and she was also in this movie and went at the back so i thought that was very interesting where she she kind of she's kind of was developing herself to be um, you know, one of those uh, scream queens, you know, starting off in Black Christmas and then transitioning into curtains over here. And then, of course, she yeah. she would go on to her recording roles on te- television series after all this stuff in the 90s and wind at my back. So it's pretty it's pretty cool when we see like different actresses um, come up from different movies. Um, I thought the Samantha Agar, she was a very interesting one. Um, yeah. She was in a lot of like films in the 1960s, you know, the collectors yeah. in there that, that even won her That's a a, great movie, yeah. a Golden Globe Award. Yeah, and she had been a pretty famous actress like 10 years or so before this. Yes, and she was in a lot of stuff, you know, the the Dead or Alive 1972, The Uncanny, and the film that I knew her from. And mm-hmm. when I did my research, I was like, no way, that girl's from there. A movie that. Hopefully we can do one time on the um, lights out because it's one of my favorite movies. David Cronenberg's cult thriller, The Brood. The Brood. Yeah, she was in The Brood. I forgot about that. And I was like, because when I was watching her, I was like, man, that girl's so familiar. Like, I know that face. Mm-hmm. Did my research. I saw The Brood. I was like, yep, that's where I know her from. Uh, and then, you know, she did uh, work in Walt Disney's Hercules animated series. In the 90s. Or the yeah. cartoon series. She was in a bunch of video games and stuff. So... Very, very uh, fun career that she had over here. Um, and we do have one. Uh, let's see. So we do have another one. Uh, Donaldson. Lesla Donaldson. She was actually in, or she appeared in the Friday the 13th, the series. Mm. A couple episodes on there, too. Um, I, I know her from Happy Birthday to Me, which yes. is a movie we'll eventually do on the show. But yes. she was in that. She was also in um, Dead Eyes, 1982, Dead which Eyes, we'll probably yeah, do here. So we'll be seeing a lot of her. She's also in Funeral Home. I'm pretty sure we'll do all her movies <laughs> that she's been <laughs> we'll in. We'll do the, the Leslie, Leslie Donaldson month. Yes, we should then, actually. That'd be a fun one. We can, maybe we could yeah, do a special great. month dedicated to a actress. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. And then uh, um, Linda Thorson, I know her from the Avengers. She was she played Tara King in the Avengers. At the, she was the last Avengers girl, not the event the Marvel's Avengers, but there was like a British TV show from the '60s called The Avengers. Yes, and she was in that. 
And, um, you know, we had the... Uh, of course, John Vernon. Don't forget that. John Vernon was yes. a very famous actor. Yes. Yeah, he... Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he did um, uh, just a whole lot of stuff. You know, Animal House. Dean Wormer from Animal <laughs> House, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dirty Harry. I mean, for like the outlaw. Yeah, uh, he's usually the guy that screams at other people. Like, yeah. and, and Dean Warmer, he's screaming at, in Animal House. Is Dean Warmer, he's screaming at the Animal House guys. And then in, Dur in Dirty Harry, he's screaming at Clint Eastwood for breaking the law and killing all the bad guys. Yeah. So very, uh, just screaming, playing the villain. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was definitely a piece of work in this film, too. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird. We'll talk about that. Uh, I guess that's what acting is. So yeah, I mean, definitely a fun cast. Um, definitely uh, very interesting to see a lot of um, people in like you know beginning or different points of their career going mm -hmm. into, I would say not the highest um, <laughs> of of uh, a critically acclaimed film, but definitely a fun one. <laughs> yeah, um, this is good. So, but I say let's get into it, everybody. Let's start off this. Let's start off this winter month, freezing and cold out here. Let's get inside and warm it, warm myself up with a review of curtains. Let's do it. Behind every curtain, someone is waiting. Someone is watching. Someone is hiding. What waits behind the curtains is exciting, frightening, sensual, terrifying, and bizarre. Curtains reveal what you expect and what you don't. So we start off the movie, we see our character, Samantha. Mm. Okay, she is our, our main girl, all right, Samantha Sherwood. And yeah. she is, uh, she's kind of like on stage and she's doing like a, you could tell like she's doing acting and a part that she's doing is about to be, I guess she, she caught her, her husband in bed and she's about to shoot him. But she's like on stage like doing this. We find out that the director who's watching her his name is john jonathan striker yes what a great name for a character that is a great name i mean <laughs> i'm surprised we don't have a striker in pro wrestling especially in the 80s i don't know uh -huh. well right but didn't we have uh uh we had one striker what's the guy that got fired like he was a he was a high school teacher and he got fired from being a high school teacher because he oh that's Matt Striker. I mean Matt I'm Striker. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna count him. I mean we need like no. a we need like a JB powered Striker. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like some sort of like ridiculous fucking name. That's what I'm looking for. But anyway, Striker is like, I don't believe it. Samantha's like, what are you talking about? It's like a woman would never shoot a man. <laughs> And she's all like, it's like, what the fuck? And she's all like, it's like, yeah, Samantha's like, yeah, she would. She fucking just caught her fucking uh, husband sleeping with somebody. I was like, I know I would. 
<laughs> That's what she was basically saying. She's ba- <laughs> you can definitely tell this movie was written by men. Like some yeah. of the shit that women say or the shit that even I, as, yes. as, as, as little understanding as I have of women, like yeah. even I know that women would never say any of these things. Exactly. So then, then the movie gets uh, a little, I, I was just a little confused when this is all happening, but I, I was getting it as we were going. So John yeah. Stryker, all right, yeah. and Samantha, they now go to a hospital, okay? Uh, yeah, mental asylum. Mental yeah. asylum hospital. And they want to talk with the, uh, the, the, the doctor over there. <laughs> and at first, you know, the, the re- receptionist asks, like, you know, who are you? I'm John Stryker and stuff. And then, she's, and then she calls out, and then she wants to get the autograph of Samantha. So Samantha is kind of like a big actress already. Like, she's pretty, she's been on TV. She's been on stages. So people, people know, yeah, know about her. They know who she is. Yeah, she's pretty famous. So Stryker is telling the doctor that he knows. Apparently, he just knows mental doctors. And she's oh, he's yeah. basically saying, like, you know, we need to admit Samantha in here. She's just been acting up. And, you know, the doctor at first can't really tell. Like, you know, we love to have her in here. But it looks like she'll be out in no time because she seems to be fine. And then John's yeah, like, nothing wrong yeah, nothing wrong. She's just sitting there looking at us. And then John says, like, oh, you know, she's, she's really bad, you know. As she goes to her, like, we can't have her in film, and she'll never work in the industry again. Then she just gets up, grabs, like, a knife, and just starts to stab Stryker. And they just fucking grab her and put her in a straitjacket. And then the doctor's like, oh, yeah, I could see. Yeah, she's just, she <laughs> yeah. is acting up now. Obviously, <laughs> there's something wrong with her. Yeah. So, so Crazy. He, he's, Stryker's like, okay, let me just talk to her, you know. She's going through a lot and stuff. I just want to say one word and I'll get out of here. Doctor doesn't agree with it. He eventually lets let him do, let, let him let him does it. So yeah. they all leave. John talks to Sam and guess what? It's a fucking work. Yeah, it's a work, brother. It's a work, brother. They're working everybody. All right, it's all not real. She's pretending to do this. So, okay. So, okay. <laughs> This it's is just as crazy as it sounds. Okay, so okay, so there's this thing that, yeah. and this is a real thing. So actors yeah, well, they do kind of. method acting, you know. Method acting. Yeah. So to get to a part, they want to experience what that person is going through in like real time to 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 figure it out, you know, to to really be to really show that the performance is real. They want to really. Uh, immerse herself in how that particular character is feeling, whether it be like, let's say you're doing a homeless guy. Like sometimes actors yeah. might be on the streets for a week or two to see what the homeless life is like or something, you know, just for an example. Yeah, yeah right, right, exactly. So I get it, but so so their plan is, okay, this is real, <laughs> all right? Their plan, Stryker and Samantha's plan was, and apparently this is Samantha's idea, was for her to check herself into a mental hospital and become a yeah. mental patient so she can feel what it's like to be crazy to play like this Audrey character. Audra, yeah. So Audra. they're making this movie called Audra where she's going to play Audra who's a mentally like unsound person. Yes. So they're going to check her into a mental hospital. Yes. But they're not and, but they're not going to tell the mental people no, that she's no. like not crazy. This is just a work. No, she's really yeah. going to go through the whole process and I'm thinking like, "Whoa, hold hold on, hold on a second here." Exactly. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Okay. I get, okay. You could probably monitor, you know, being like a pizza delivery driver method acting. You could probably do like a homeless guy. You can maybe, you know, you could do like a mom manager. 
a mental patient i don't I, uh you know like they yeah. force you to take like drugs and shit that can make you crazy like did we not right, think about right, that exactly. beforehand right and 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 <laughs> So they're going to commit her to this mental institution, but yeah. how are they going to get her out? Like, how are they going to convince people that it was all a gimmick? You know, I, I don't know. Like, like, <laughs> Apparently, dry striker's like, oh yeah, brother, we just worked you. <laughs> She's okay. Yeah, like, like I, that was her plan. Yes. Right. They're not telling anybody. They're actually going to commit her to this mental institution, and she's going to pretend to try to kill Striker. Yeah. So yeah. So now so that's she's just like the beginning of this craziness. Yes, though. and she's all about it. She's like, "Yeah, I'm not crazy, just like all these fucking crazy people." So she goes in there. She starts acting. You know, we see different scenes of her going back and forth with these mental patients. There's one yeah. old lady like laughing at her the whole time, and then each time, like John, he will go like visit her and say, "How's it yeah. going?" Everything, and she's like, "Yeah, everybody's believing everything. Like everything, everybody's believing. They're all believing the gimmick and stuff." I'm just really doing a really good character. And then, you know, John's like, oh, you could just be your normal self around me. And then every time, you know, Stryker would come back, she would get more and more, like, like depressed and more and more, like, because you see scenes well, of her. she's in a mental asylum. Yeah, you see scenes of her not sleeping because there's crazy girls screaming all night. You see scenes right. of her of, like, getting touched and, like, scared out by these mental patients. Then you even see the scene of her watching herself on TV and all these mental patients laughing at her. Then she's mm-hmm. taking a massive amount of pills, and then she starts staring out to the wall the whole time. I was like, "What the fuck, bro? Like, you thought this was a good idea?" <laughs> and eventually, Stryker, he just stopped coming. Right? Yeah, so he double crosses her, right? Yeah. So basically, what happens is like you know they're talking a little bit at one of the final scenes, and then she's, you know, she's talking about how everybody's like really believing in all of this stuff, and then she's like saying how everything is all like, um, you know, it's like even the laughter that she hears this stuff is not funny. Like it's, it's like, it's so sad. Like all the laughter is sad. Everything is just sad. Why did she think it would be not sad? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know what her, she think it was going to be like a, you know, like a retreat. Like she was on vacation. I guess. Like staying at a hotel. I guess she thought she could handle it. But like my, my thing is like, okay, I mean, she might maybe should have done like her research (laughs) before she entered this. (laughs) Or like, cause like, I'm pretty sure they, they heavy medicate you. And even if you're like a nice sane person, those medications they put you on is probably going to make you like, be like a zombie, which she was acting like. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, I know it's Canada, so I don't know how the laws were in Canada, but in the United States, none of this works this way. Yeah. Like you can't just like try to, or pretend to try to kill somebody. And then all of a sudden they just commit you to a mental asylum. They have to go to court. And get a court order, and then you basically get a trial, and then you have doctors check you out. None of this would have happened the way it happens in this movie, yeah. but I know we have to have an. Ex- we only have ninety minutes here, so we have yeah, we an expediency of time. So we got to <laughs> hurry this shit up, right? So we just go ahead and con- you know, put her in the middle of asylum. But then we find out Striker double crossed her so that he could put someone else in the role of all. Yeah. So basically, what we do is we see a paper. We see a variety paper. Yeah. Says. Striker to do Andra at last. Uh oh. He's finally doing the show. So then we see the Samantha, she's in the room, like zombied out, pilled out, and there's no John around there. So that's when we find out, okay, mm-hmm. he double crossed her. So now we see a yep. bunch of pictures of Sam getting burnt into the flame. And this is when we meet one of our characters, Patty. Patty is like mm-hmm. a, a comedian actress who's going to audition for the character Andra. She kind of explains it to everybody. She's like, 
Have you guys ever wanted something so much, or I always wanted to be an actor so bad, you know, I would do anything for that role. I even screwed a guy uh, to get a role run time. You know how they talk about those 24-hour readouts? This took 24 seconds. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, this was terrible yeah. comedy. She was this was not shit was not funny at all. But <laughs> but yeah, so she like so this is like what I'm talking about. What like so the women like constantly talk about fucking men to get ahead in Hollywood. Yes. And I mean that does happen. I mean, we've gone oh, through yeah. the Harvey Weinstein thing, but they you but it, uh, at least I think that it's usually not like something they talk about and enjoy doing. I, I think that it's still like a the casting couch was like, oh, well, if I have to do this, I will. Kind yeah, of thing. Oh, there's a lot of Yeah, I'm just going to fuck this guy for the part. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And it only lasts 24 seconds. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. So now she explains that they're going to have six actresses in this house trying to play this part. And then she's acting like all of them are going to have knives in their back. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Then we have more pictures burning. So this is when we have... Um, you know, uh, basically, what we're having, we're having like all these characters. They're about to be auditioning for strikers. So there's this, there's like this casting director. He is trying to get um, our girl um, Christine to to be in strikers play. All right, and uh, you know, he's talking about like she's going back and forth, and then she doesn't want to apply for it. She she thinks the striker guy is weird. The guy's saying, like, yeah. you know, this is going to be a big break for us. Um, he's, and then she's like, oh, you don't do anything. You just cash on my checks. And he's like, okay, just go check it out and see, like, you know, what it all looks like. Then he's like, have you seen the trades? You know, they're just going back and forth with uh, trying to, he's trying to convince her to go apply or, or try to do this role. So this is also, too, when the girl's saying, like, oh, I thought the role of Andre was going to be placed for Sam. And he's like, oh, we haven't seen Sam. She's, like, sick. She hasn't been, we haven't yeah, heard from her. We don't, we don't know what yeah, happened Yeah, he's auditioning to, to that role now. She's like, oh, that's interesting. interesting. So this is when we see Sam. <laughs> she has escaped <laughs> from the asylum somehow. Yeah, because she's pissed now. By her friend. And she's like, I wouldn't have known anything unless I saw that variety paper. And yep. she's all saying, like, you know, I was in there. He just left me to rot in that asylum. And uh, she's, like, burning all her photos on there. And she's basically saying that she's going to get revenge on Stryker. And yeah, then the girl... So Sam is obviously you know. the killer, right? Yes. So we're showing that Sam has a grudge against Stryker for not only Stryker taking the role that she worked and, and sacrificed her life for, but now he just left, left her in the dust and she's going to get her revenge on him. And the girl says, like, you know, I didn't escape, get you escape for you to go out there and, like, do this. But she's like, no, you don't have to worry about me. You got to worry about Stryker. Yeah. So now we see, like, this blonde girl. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, getting ready and everything. And we see, like, this guy, like, stalking her with gloves and a fishnet on. He's, like, stalking her for a long, long time. We're all around the house. She's, like, going to the bed, going you know, back and forth, getting drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the guy grabs her, throws her on the bed. They like wrestle for a little bit, and then and he's like start laughing a little bit. Takes off his mask, and she's all like, "He's like, oh, you didn't fight back that much this time." All right, and she's all like, "Well, I didn't want to ruin my panties, or like their stockings. I'm sorry, her stockings <laughs> on the head." And then the guy goes like, "Okay, you know, maybe we can, you know, spice it up, and I can go back to being the pizza boy." And she's like pizza boy oh it's too messy 
All right, it's too messy and it's hot. It's like, well, yeah, of course it's hot because we had to have those pepperoni stick to your ass. <laughs> this is like, this is so good, right? Then he goes like, on so about they have the- yeah. Then he goes on about Pac Man and biting her and shit. <laughs> so basically, these like these two are like uh, they like to do uh, experiment. You know, they like to do uh, uh, they like to spice it up in the bedroom. Right. They have two uh, sex games. Right. They yeah. have the uh, home intruder. Yes. In which in which he stalks her, yes. and then they have the pizza boy in which they put pizza on her ass. Yeah, to keep it warm. Okay, <laughs> to keep it warm, right? So this is when she talks about like she's going to be one of the six women going to um, Stryker's rehearsal to play the part. And of course, Peter. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, the the uh, the boyfriend was named Peter because you had to have Peter in every horror movie. He he it's doesn't really want her to go. And this is when we see a creepy doll by her side. Yeah, lots of creepy dolls in this. Yeah, I I didn't really get the creepy doll. <laughs> I didn't either. I was hoping there. you could like, be able I don't, to explain it to it us. Doesn't, I don't know why. I, okay, so I'm guessing the creepy doll, I guess this blonde girl had the creepy doll with her. And the killer, well, we'll get to that. But there's a lot of them, though. I, mean, I think there's just that one. And she keeps using Is that one over and over. the same doll? Yeah, it's the same doll. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Yes. And then, of course... um, Peter, you know, says he might not be back when she gets back and stuff. You know, just playing around with each other. So now we have a car. It's like driving in the rain. All right. It's that same girl that we just saw. The pizza butt girl. Um, She is driving in the rain. She eventually stops. And she sees a creepy doll, which is the one we just kind of saw on her bedside. Sitting there. She looks at it. The creepy doll grabs her. And then somebody jumps in the car, runs her over. But guess what? It was only a nightmare. It's a dream. She calls out for Peter. And then she gets stabbed by our killer. And the killer is wearing like this like old creepy mask. A cool mask. I liked it. They should have sold those I ones. I love this mask. Yeah. I love this mask. I'm, I'm going to see if I can find one to buy. But yeah. they, they look, this mask is great. Yeah, it was it looked great. Like it, that, this one is a very, very creative um, horror ma- mask. I liked it. I, I thought it was a very, very, very fun one. And it's really scary. Yes. So next thing we have is the there's this girl she's driving in the rain again, um, and she's like saying that she she read the book. Um, I guess there's a book about Andra or something, and she read it as a little kid. And then now we're seeing they were basically getting all the characters um, coming up to the uh, to the house, and then we see um, this girl in the forest where I believe was Patty, you know, going on saying I'm Andra, I'm not Andra, I'm Andra, I'm not Andra. <laughs> uh huh. Acting, it is. So now, <laughs> here's another funny scene. So the girl gets gas, all right? And I, it was hard to keep up with all these characters because there were so many of them. They didn't really name them. But I believe this character might have been Patty because she, she seemed like the more jokester. So she's getting Patty's gas. Patty's the comedian. Yeah, Patty's like the comedian girl we met at the beginning. The, the Yeah, the blonde kind of, yeah. So she, no, no, Patty has, she is the darker hair one. The blonde one is uh-huh. uh, Christine. She's the skater, skating one. So, I mean, they might have oh, a little. That's weird. My, my memory is the opposite of that, but it doesn't matter what yeah. color hair is. So she's like bending over, trying to get the gas. The gas to fill it up the tank was only $10. Well, yeah, it's 1983. It's like $10.25. Yeah, to fill up a tank of gas. Yeah. So the kid's looking at her ass. He's all like, 
Maybe you can work it off. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I want like older men, you know, 14, 15. Ha, ha, ha. Wow. Yeah. And then she goes on how she's an actress because he, she, he, he, he like, she like gives the uh, kids some, uh, this book to, to hold. And she says mm. she's going to try out for Stryker's new part. And the guy's like, oh, have you ever heard of uh, uh, Shearwood? He's like, yeah, she's great. So, you know, obviously, you know, like we were saying before, Samantha Shearwood's kind of like a celebrity. Yeah, she's famous. Yeah. So all the girls are not meeting at the house. And they're all saying like, okay, why are we here? What do we all have in common? And they all say we all have sex in common. Yes. <laughs> so we have Brooke. Brooke is like the senior um, actress out of everybody yeah. in the room. She's kind of like the, uh, she's done the most plays over here. Uh, we have um, uh, Lorraine. Lorraine is like the, like the, 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 the dancer girl, like the uh, the ballet yeah, dancer girl. It's the ballet dancer, right? Yes. So she does what she kind of like does a lot. Um, and apparently, like, you know, apparently, that you know, the actress is like the Anna uh, Ditchburn. Mm-hmm. She's actually known for her dancing. Like she's done mm-hmm. like slow, slow dancing in the big city. Um, like she's actually done. She actually won Golden Glorids for her work, even in slow dancing, the big city. So she's like a well, she's not like a gimmick. Like she actually knows how to dance. Yeah, and she dances in this movie, so yeah, yeah. So it worked out. So of course we we meet Patty, who we know about. She's the mm-hmm. comedian girl. Uh, we meet uh, Christine Burns. Um, she is the um, ice skater. Ice skater, and we also meet um, Tara. Tara, yes. She's a musician. Yes, the musician girl, and then they're all you know because you know this is when very quickly. Striker, that's how he introduces everybody very in a very quick manner. So we kind of mm-hmm. broke it down a little bit more than they did. And then, of course, when he was done introducing everybody and cracking some little jokes, this is when Samantha shows up. Yep. And catch catches Striker off guard. And Striker's like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, and she's like very cocky. And, you know, she's just saying, like, you know, this plays, you know, for me and stuff. These are a bunch of amateurs around everywhere. All right, and then next, and then also too, we also introduced to our only other male character who who didn't have any lines. He was just there for the fucking. His name is Matthew. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's the caretaker. He takes care of the house. Yes, um, he like works for Striker. And you're right, he has no lines in the entire movie. Right? Yes, but now the next thing we see is him fucking a girl in the hot tub. Right. <laughs> All right, and I believe that's what you would do, right? You'd fuck the caretaker. And I believe who? Which girl was he fucking though? Um, was it Christine? No, Tara. That was Tara. He has okay. sex with Tara in the, in the hot tub. Yes. So he's getting all his... So the only thing I had about this movie is... I'm pretty sure it wasn't their fault. Or maybe it was. I mean, bro, the lighting in this movie... I mean, fuck. It was so hard to see certain scenes. Like, yeah, just like, yeah, fuck the lighting. Right. I mean, like, this is just... We're not... We're not... Fuck the lighting. All right? We're just going to show up with the cameras and see what happens. All right? Especially considering how much they spent on it. I mean, this, they yeah. spent almost $4 million making this movie. Exactly. They're just like, we I mean, Chopping Mall only cost $800,000. Yeah. They have fucking lights everywhere. This, this fucking movie, four, I can barely see anything. Right. Yeah, this movie is $4 million. Yes. So now Samantha's like watching the girl and the, uh, and the guy getting on the hot tub. And, you know, she's bringing up, and then like Stryker shows up. He's like, oh, this is kind of like old times and stuff. And, 
You know, why are you here? Why are you even, how did you even escape and stuff? Why did you, you know, and she's acting like, why did you even bring these girls out here? You know, that part was made for me. You yeah. know, I'm the one that got you the rights to Audra and stuff in the first place. And he's right. like, well, maybe you're not right for the part anymore. And then they also bring up how the new casting couch is the new tub. Just wetter. The hot tub, yeah. Because yes. now it's the the it's just wetter, right? Yes. It's the hot tub is the new casting couch. It's just wetter. Yes. So when I have Patty, she's like doing some dog jokes and stuff. And this is when we get to Christine. She is now talking, um, you know, and then Samantha's in there too, and she you know, Christine's a little mer- nervous about everything and she has to go skate and then you know, Samantha's making jokes saying like, oh, this is just a holiday. <laughs> you know, she's you know, she's saying like there's gonna be a lot of like, like competition between all the girls to get this particular part. So now she's like um, you know, talking about um, you know, skating and how she wakes up to the Donna skates and stuff and how she doesn't have any lovers and stuff because of the skating. And um, right. This is when she also says, like, Samantha and all of them are saying what they'll do for the love of acting as well. Which is apparently fuck people. Yes. And then, of course, you know, some of the girls were asking, um, you know, Samantha. And she says, like, you know, it never gets easy doing this job. It's, like, pretty scary each time and stuff. And this is when we get the whole line about the the casting couch is, like, the... It's, like, like the, the tube is, like, the casting couch, but wetter. And so now Samantha, she's arguing with Stryker again. All right. And this is when we hear, like, she is going off on him saying, like, you just left me in an asylum, you know, all by herself and stuff. And you know, the doctor, and then Stryker's like, you know, I could put you back in there. I just called one up to the doctor. He's probably going to wondering where you're at and stuff. You know, and she's going on, like, you know, this part was made for me and stuff. Like, you you betrayed me. I, I Basically, I got you this role, and I was supposed to do it, and you are just trying to cast me to the side and, like, left me to rot. And then while this yeah. stuff is happening, uh, the girl was listening to them. Yeah. Like, I thought this part was kind of funny because he's, John Stryker's talking to Samantha, and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, the doctor's going to wonder where you are. And, mm-hmm. and, and But they both know she's not crazy and that he trapped her there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, well, you're supposed his, to be in the mental asylum. Like, no, I'm not. Well, Stryker's thing, straight. though, was like, you know, the, the guy, they'll probably believe me over you. So. Well, true. Yeah. So then the girl comes in. Um, I believe that one was uh, Lorraine. And then she, she heard everything. And then Stryker just plays it off like it's an old script that they did. And it wasn't a good one. Mm. So now we have Christine. She is now outside in the snow. Outside in the snow. And, um, okay, so first of all, before all this happens, um, we have a scene of Stryker leaving a particular girl's room, and I believe that's the Christina's room, and she looks all upset and stuff. So I guess, like, certain girls are trying to do flirt, I guess in this particular role, they'll do anything to get the part. Like, all these girls will pretty much do anything in their minds to get this particular part. Right. I mean, what I got out of this, and maybe it's just me, but like what I got out of this was that they all came there basically to fuck Stryker to get this part. Yes. Or whoever. Or or whatever they can do to get it. Right. So now we're on the outside snowing. Um, Girls are all, you know, the Christina girl, she's all walking around her skate. She finds a place to ice skate. She plays some 1980s music in her Panasonic boombox. Don't think I didn't notice. Yeah. I thought this was great. 
Now, eventually, she's, like, skating everything. She skates for a very long time. She eventually stops, you know, because the radio stops. So she goes over there, messes with it a little bit, and then she eventually sees a hand popping out of the snow. And the hand was the doll, the doll from earlier. Ooh. Yeah, the creepy doll. Pops out and she looks at it all weird and shit. It actually is a pretty weird-looking doll, too. And then while this is all happening, you see the killer on skates skating towards Christine. All right, hold the fucking phone for a second. So this, is this the first slasher character that that ice skates? Ooh. Hold on. I mean, it's the first one we've talked about, but I bet it's the first one in history. It has to be the first one in history. So he doesn't just, like, the killer doesn't just, uh, you know, come up to her in the snow and kill her, like, the the killer puts on ice skates yes and skates across the pond yes to kill her with with wearing wearing yes not only the mask but the killer also has a russian sickle a russian sickle yes. yeah david uh david crockett's favorite uh favorite yes. uh favorite word. word i mean that that has the that has to be the number one killer object on the retro blood the russian sickle yeah the russian sickle yeah but this looks great. I love the way this killer looks with the with the old woman mask and the yes. and the sickle. It looks great. So I mean, the ice skate is goofy, but it's yes. it's kind of great. So they eventually she tries to attack her and stuff. All right, and she kind of fails. <laughs> so she yeah. yeah she 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 cuts Christine, but not that much. So Christine kind of gets away. She's running throughout the whole forest and everything. Um, and you know, and why the like the the the. The killer also cuts the doll's head too with the yeah. Russian sickle. So Christine's like running away and stuff and she's like running through all the forest and everything and eventually she stops somewhere for a second and then she gets sickled in the back. Yeah. So there goes our first so she's, death. Yeah. Or so, a second death, I guess. Second death, really. But so she, So she left the doll... So she finds a doll in the snow and yes. that freaks her out. But so did the killer know, how did the killer know where to put the doll? And I'm assuming it is yeah. snowed over top of the doll and that's why it's underneath the snow. But yeah. did, they, did the killer just randomly leave this doll outside hoping that she would go ice skating. The next well, day? yeah, maybe because she point. said that she ice skates every dawn, like every, like, you know, oh, before well, okay. dawn. All right. Good point. Good point. See, the killer listens, Allison. All right. All right. More than I do. apparently. Yes. You just show up with the machine gun, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so Stryker's looking outside, and they're all like talking about, hey, has anybody seen Christine? Stryker's like, I got her note on my door saying she couldn't handle it. They're like, well, how the fuck did she get out, though? It's like fucking snowing and shit. Yeah, because like, none of this makes any sense. Yeah. And then they're saying maybe Math- Matthew took her. So I was like thinking, okay, maybe maybe she was the one in the hot tub. So, <laughs> so then they're all talking about, um, you know, they're just like, it's like, you know, she seemed fine. <laughs> I don't know why she would just leave and stuff. Yeah. All right. right. And then and then this is when Stryker's like, okay, it's just down to you four now. <laughs> All right. And you're going to, you know, she said you're going to have to push yourself. And then Samantha shows up. All right. And she's like, she's like, no, it's not just them four. It's me too. And so yeah. she wants to act, not talk. And then he's like, oh, you want to take center stage? Now they're just doing all kinds of acting shit. So now they're talking about this is Stryker and Samantha. They're going on. They go on about acting. So Stryker wants he thinks like Samantha is like super cocky 
and she's a beautiful woman, like a beautiful, stunning woman. But what I want you to act like, I want you to act like an ugly, dirty woman. I want you to put this mask on. That's the killer's mask. Yeah. I want you to put this mask on. I don't want you to touch me. I don't want you to do words. I want you to seduce me with your eyes. Yeah. Make me feel the ugliness. Make me feel the ugliness is so beautiful. Make me feel it. <laughs> and she's like looking at him all weird and she takes the mask. He takes the mask off. All right. Look at this. And he grabs her head. Look at that mask. That's a mask too that you got on your face. I was like, damn, striker. <laughs> Fucking striking this yeah. girl. With the hard shit. Yeah, this is what this, this is so this is acting. This is what acting. This is acting, brother. So yeah, after he does all that, uh so he takes the takes the mask off and everything. And then then he goes, Alright everybody, turn to page six page sixty five. This is the seducing scene. <laughs> yeah, okay, of course. There's a lot of this yes. in this movie. Oh yeah. Like we, we only we only audition the the the, the sex scenes. Yes, um, only, yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing we're here be for. A red, it should have been a red flag. Yes. But anyway. So outside we see the killer and the mask now looking on to some guy on a snowboard. Mm-hmm. So now um so now John like pushes this stool to Patty. Alright, the joke girl. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Patty she she called for like a meeting with Stryker, you know, and she started making all these jokes that are like really weird. She goes on saying like, "Okay, shrink, you know, it all started when my mom locked me in a closet in 21 and shit." And I was like, "What? What is going on here?" And then she's like, "Oh, where's that mask? I'll wear it." <laughs> and then like Stryker's like, "You know, what what is this?" And he's like just joking. She's like, oh, "I'm not joking. I'm actually extremely nervous right now. I'm super nervous about mm-hmm. this and." You know, I'm trying to make my nerves come over. And then she says something about bombs. And then Stryker's like, okay, this shit's pointless. He leaves. <laughs> All right? And he's like walking up the stairs. And Pat's yeah. like, well, what the fuck? You didn't even give me time to talk to you. Why? Because you think I'm a joke? And he starts freaking out. And I was like, oh, you think I'm a fucking joke, huh? Oh, yeah? At least I'm not like that Christine girl trying to fuck my way up to the top and shit like that. Or all these other hags around here. And you're not even paying mm. attention to me. Fuck. You probably like this, don't you? You're probably having a great old time. And then, of course, uh, Stryker's like, yes, I like listening to Audra. And he's just like, you bastard. <laughs> okay. What a weird-ass scene. Yes. So then Stryker goes to Samantha now, and he asks, like, hey, where's that mask at? You know, what, 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 where is this mask that I, I was making you wear on? And then, like, Samantha's going, like, oh, you're questioning me? You're the one that, like, got these girls up to this house. All right, the, the cast for this role that you know is mine. And they're just going right. back and forth and shit. And she's like, I should be asking what you've been up to. And then he just leaves. Mm. So so we're, 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 we're building tension. We don't know if the killer is Samantha or if it's Stryker or who it is. So we're kind of like in the, we're, 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 we're trying to see yeah. like the red flags. But we think it's Samantha because the killer seems pretty small yes. and she's crazy. Yes. So now we have the Brooke character. She's like reading lines and shit. And then eventually she hears a noise and she, she scares herself in the mirror. Hopefully it's not like mm-hmm. the mirrors that we used in Chopping Mall. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so she's like, uh, you know, she's getting all ready and stuff. She takes like the her shirt off. Okay. So then we see a next scene of, it looks like it's like uh, Lorraine and Tara and they're doing like a scene where, um, Tara is supposed to be the girl who's like taking off the uh, the girl's shirt, and Striker's yeah. like, "No, 
Pitch yourself as a man. All right. So this is like fucked up too. Yeah. So the next scene, so next time they're all together, like what he's trying to get them to do is yeah. take off her shirt, and then he's like, 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 yeah, like, like you're like seduce her like you're a man. Or yeah, seduce her like, like you're a man and stuff. You're playing this character of a man. Use your vulnerability. I was like, bro, this guy has it's, some like. Are you making a porn? Like, just, what? Are, what is this? It's just, it's just fucked up. Yeah, it's just fucked up. It seems like they're yeah. making like a porn <laughs> of all things. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's like it's supposed to be like one of those like. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to compare this. To. I'm trying to think of it, but there's like you know all those like cliched like uh, auditions where like they put you know they they just like you know treat you like shit and put you through hell and then yeah. you're like oh like I'm the one who won the role that's. I think that's what this is supposed to be, but I, I don't I don't think it's coming across that way. He just seems like a crazy asshole. But yeah. Anyway. So this is when Brooke she scares herself with a little towel in yeah. there. Uh and then she's like painting her nails too. So she checked the bathroom, there's just the towel in there, and she's uh, some of her nail polish got on the toilet. She opens up the toilet. This is when we see dead Christina's head. And she yeah. freaks in on the out. In the toilet, yes. So she runs in there. And she tells Stryker about it. Stryker doesn't believe her right off the bat. Like, oh, you must be just seeing things. Let me go check. So he checks and everything. He's like, there is no absolutely nothing in there. Mm. I don't know who's more overacting, the Stryker character or fucking Samantha. <laughs> they were like trying to top each other with the overacting. So how did the killer get the head out of the toilet? Because the killer is, he, the, 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 the imaginary person has telepathic, uh, it can, time port? I don't know. Teleport. Teleport, okay, yes. Teleport. Maybe enough. it's in Fair the background. Enough. She knows. Okay. She had like a head beeper on there. All right. So there's nothing in the toilet. Brooke is super upset. She takes a drink and some pills. Stryker's like, okay, I need you to rest. All right, so, so he, he opens up the little bed for her. She gets in there. He looks at her, gets on the bed, holds <laughs> her, and it just starts kissing her. Stryker yeah. has striked again. <laughs> so <laughs> Stryker strikes again. So and uh, so I need you to rest. And what I mean by rest is I need to fuck you. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> so now we see Samantha and Patty. They're like in there making some food and shit, and they're talking about like Stryker, um, you know, calming uh, uh, Brooke down in her own ways. And this is when um, Samantha, you know, uh, well, actually, Samantha's actually she's going downstairs and she's having like a flashback. Of all the shit that Stryker put her through, you know, being in the hospital, breaking windows, all this. And she actually brings a window in there. Uh, the girls that were talking upstairs was Lorraine and then Patty. And then Patty was basically saying, like, okay, she thinks Brooke is just faking everything to to get a, get ahead of showing that she's more like this Andra character. So, mm-hmm. And the, the craziest thing is we never really got a... Uh, 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 we never really got what this Audra character was supposed to be. Was she supposed to be some sort of like or crazy what, yeah. toxic girl? I guess or something like that. I, I'm I'm guessing she's supposed to be mentally unstable. That's yes. what I'm getting out of this. Yes, because they talk like they make comments about her later, but like she, yeah, she's supposed to be this mentally unstable character. I guess. Yeah. So this is when Samantha she is now downstairs, and this is when she was going through all the flashbacks of everything. Her in the mental hospital, getting promised a role and everything, and she is pissed. Yeah. And she wants to do the revenge that she was looking for. She Beautiful. breaks the window and she grabs a gun. So this is when uh, we had that that Tara character. She just like super. She just gets grabbed and killed like, s- super fast. 
all right? And then she just walks around with the gun. So now the killer now has a, or the there there's a there's a scene of the 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 girl Tara getting killed really quick and stabbed. And then there's a scene of somebody grabbing a gun as well too. So we think it's supposed to be the same person. I like my notes here. John finishes up with Brooke. <laughs> she, <laughs> she asks like, so now Brooke is asking, what is Audra like? All right, is she like anyone? Like in the house, or is she like anything like me? Yeah. What is she why like? Are we here? Yeah. Why? Can you actually tell me <laughs> what, what his character this? is supposed to be? Because <laughs> not only is, not only Brooke character? doesn't not only Brooke doesn't know, but we don't know either. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so like he is like just like um, in there saying so, shit. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, what was it? Which character was it? Samantha that opened the door and saw uh, Striker and Brooke in bed. Yes. And then yeah, she's okay, the right, one, right. Samantha is the character who brings out the gun and shoots them ass. Shoots, shoots their both asses. Like, just fucking just shoots both their ass and they just fall yes. out the window. Right. And then this is when, uh, this is a, so the Lorraine character, there was a scene of her dancing and then she, she danced for a shit long time and then she got killed. And then she got okay. killed. Yeah. So we're going through this real fucking Yes. Yes. So now the character got mixed up with this is, is Tara. She is the one who heard the noise of the killer shooting down Stryker and Brooke. So she's freaking out. She mm-hmm. runs outside. It's snowing everywhere. She goes into the car. The car's not opening. She walks around. She sees dead Matthews in a tub now. He like, yeah. I mean, this guy didn't even do anything. <laughs> no. So he's like he dead in the tub. Up. He just fucked yeah. one girl. He fucked Tara. And then now he's yeah. dead in the tub. So now she's like running everywhere. She eventually gets to like I guess part of Striker's like where he pe- keeps all those props. Um, yeah. She goes in there. She runs into a bunch of like props and stuff. She tries to take off. You know, there's lights everywhere. There's like a motel light on there. Um, she tries to go to a taxi. The taxi door just falls off because it's just a fake taxi. This is when we see the killers there <laughs> in the taxi. Um, she's walking around. We see a Andrea Grave sign on there too. Um, the killer attacks. The terror girl, she's like freaking out, screaming and everything, screaming for help. Um, but because she actually like, like, so this girl like, the killer attacked her and she knocked the, the killer down a couple times, and she only like so basically what she did too is she she had a jacket on and she tricked mm-hmm. her, all right. She so tricked the killer and then she attacked yeah. the killer. She tried to take off the killer's mask, but the killer came back, and then she just ran. After she knocked her out right. with a two-by-four, she just ran. So she's running through all these mannequins, which I thought was pretty cool. She's running through all the mannequins. We keep seeing all the scenes. They're just, like, hanging up mannequins and stuff. And then eventually we see the uh, Lorraine character hanging as well, too, uh, with all the mannequins. Right. We get, a, we get a scene of her hiding from the killer. You know, we're doing a lot of suspense scenes right here, basically. Hiding from the killer in like the wall. She's eventually hiding, hiding. She, the killer goes away. She thinks she's all free, but she's not, brother. She gets grabbed from behind and stabbed. And there goes that character, brother. So then we see a scene of Samantha um, going into the kitchen and she scares Patty. Patty drops the, the champagne bottle. She's like, We got more in the fridge. So <laughs> they start drinking the champagne and everything. And then she uh-huh. talks about Audra. Remember, we get a little more about Audra, where she's saying that Audra yeah. would just, she would just break the neck off the, uh, she would just break the bottle and drink the out of the broken neck. Yes. Yeah, just bring out the broken neck. So they started drinking a little bit. 
Um, and then they're, they're saying like, you know, how Andre, she, she would definitely know how to drink champagne. Yeah. Um, then it's, this is like when they're saying like, um, this is when Sam kind of brings up like, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's just pretty sad. Like how Stryker, you know, always, you know, tries to find a new hot young thing and stuff. Like he was always like that. Right. Pat's like, always like that. Like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he's not with us anymore. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, well, I killed him. All right. And Brooke. And Brooke. Well, she didn't really, did you say Brooke too? I know she said. I think she mentions killing Samantha and Brooke. Yeah. Well, she definitely did. So yeah. the. So I mean, she, uh, Striker and Brooke. And yeah. then, so now at this point, so we're right at the end of the movie, basically. Yes. And, and so now we're like, Samantha's definitely the killer. Like we thought all along. Yeah. Like Samantha's the killer. She is saying like, yeah, I came out here to, you know, Striker that I killed him. I ended him and stuff. You can go call the cops. You're fine. I'm gonna stay right here. You can just go call him. But but don't worry about it. I won't hurt any of your friends. And you're like, hurt any of your friends? What? We just saw a bunch of them die. And that's when Patty grabs a knife. She's like, there's no one left. She's like, what? She's like, there's no one left. It's just me. And she's like, it was you. <laughs> and then they go up in there and she stabs her ass. Right. Yeah, I thought I thought she was gonna pull the mask off like Scooby Doo style to find out who she was. But yeah. yeah, so she, uh, so yeah, so Patty the comedian killed everybody, and now she kills Samantha. Yes, and right after she kills Samantha, we see Patty in the insane asylum, saying that how did you ever want something so much that you would kill for it? I wanted to be an actress. That's what I wanted to do. And you see it like kind of like the beginning scene where we saw her, and mm-hmm. she's basically doing her old stand up com- comedian stuff in front of the mental asylum. And actually says right. starring Andrea. So she she became what she wanted to. Audra. She became Audra. Yeah. I thought that final scene was pretty cool. Like, you know, yeah. showing her at the mental hospital, becoming what she wanted to be. So pretty, pretty sweet movie. I actually enjoyed this movie. I thought it was uh I thought it was pretty fun, actually. Um Yeah, I mean I liked it a lot. I mean it doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense, but for a yeah. you know, for a kooky, like crazy, like 80s horror movie it's good it's very very good yeah definitely something to you know sit back drink some hot cocoa too you know watch a bunch of uh, uh, girls fighting over a role have striker and all his one liners trying to fuck everybody it's a very interesting style movie you know it kind of like delves into the 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 bad parts of Hollywood too in, in a way you know with the, way, yeah. you know the way like you know even back then like if you could see it like that's how you know a lot of that stuff was perceived by so yeah, I would say especially back then, but yeah. Yes. So, but everybody, that has been Curtains. That has been our first episode of the February month. We're talking all about ice cold horror, baby, over here in the snow. Uh, but what do we have coming up this month, Allison? What do we got for next week? And what do we have coming up this month so everybody can get look forward to it? All right. So coming up this month, we're going to do, we're going to continue on our ice and snow February coldness month of horror. So we just did curtains. So next week we're going to do iced from oh. 1988. Ooh. This will be special. You'll love this movie. You will iced, love brother. it. I-, I picked this just for you. Oh, nice. Um, I love it. Then we're going to follow that up with uh, 1984 Satan's blade. Oh, yep. And then finally, we're going to end on a more artistic note with 1987's dead of winter. Oh, okay. Nice. So we got Satan's blade. Dead of Winter Iced. I love it. Keeping the gimmick yeah, alive, brother. Great. And Keeping the gimmick alive. So me and Allison were talking. We want to do something special for the uh, Valentine's Day. 
Because we did one last year, you know, we did My Bloody Valentine. So I want to keep that gimmick up going. So yeah. what we're going to be doing, we're going to come back with a special Lights Out episode. You know, Lights Out is the uh, the sister podcast of the Retro Blood, where we go outside yes. the 80s and talk about whatever we want in whatever format no we want. No rules, brother. No rules. I mean, this is like when we go to like fucking, you know, street fights, Lights Out. This is no rules, brother. We yeah. just go in there hard no, hitting. We don't care. Drink show. beer on the fucking show, pass out. We don't give a fuck. All right. So we are going to be talking all about 1998, brother. In pro wrestling, we're going to be talking about St. Valentine's Day Massacre, mm-hmm. the the show right before WrestleMania 15. Yeah, so, what a great show. This was a great era of wrestling right here. Yes, very great show. Very great year. Yeah. Great year. Very fun show. This is the only St. Valentine's, Saint, Saint Valentine's Day Massacre show they <laughs> ever did. Yeah. Um, very fun matches on here. You know, Stone Cold versus McMahon. Yeah. In a cage match, headline the show. We have a lot, lot to talk about. So join us here on the yeah. Valentine's Day as we drop that special episode. And of course, join us for our whole iced winter month here on the Retro Blood. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun month. I can I can feel it already. I can feel the funness of this month. So Allison, what are we gonna be listening to to take us out from curtains? All right. So I know every time I pick a song for us to end with, you always want to pick a gimmick from the movie for it, but. I'm going to make it hard for you this time. It's going to be nearly impossible because I want to play my favorite Queen's Rack song from The Warning. This is NM156. Oh, okay. NM156. You know, you, you act like it's going to be hard for me to match it with the movie. But, you know, <laughs> if you ask our boy Stryker, in chapter M156, we were doing... <laughs> we were, we, this, <laughs> this chapter is called Sexual Training. All right, so... Yeah, that's that's how it that's how it relates to the movie. Our boy Striker. Right, there we go. There you go. All right. So check it out, everybody. M one. What is it called? M one sixty six. NM one fifty six. NM one fifty six, brother. The chapter and Audrey all about sex training from our boy Striker. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, it. do it. All right, everybody. We'll check you later. See you guys. Machines have no conscience. Now we come to 